Hi there, and welcome to the ATS podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Soulsby, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Today we are on episode 26, season 2, episode 4. Uh, we are talking about body weight fluctuations uh, during life and dieting. Uh, it's a pretty interesting uh, interesting topic given that we were just talking about creatine that's the one that we kind of mentioned in passing however that thing will make your body weight fluctuate a whole bunch because you gain a whole bunch of water mm -hmm. but there are also just <clears throat> regular amount of fluctuations that happen um i think from anecdotal experience of working with people a lot of people get very worried about checking their weight as if it's their abstract social value. Uh, it's not written on your head at any point. Um, nobody else knows, apart from people you tell. Yeah. So it is fine. Um, it will change drastically throughout the day. If you ever want to see evidence of this, just weigh yourself pretty much when you get up in the morning, like a standard kind of weigh-in procedure for those of you who may not be familiar is get out of bed, go to the bathroom, conduct your morning ablutions, uh, but before you get in the shower, after you've kind of relieved yourself in any way you see fit, jump on the scale and see what the number is, uh, versus if you do it just before you go to bed and compare the two, you'll see that it has likely changed by quite a lot. Uh, another one I typically tout to people is if you are drinking over a litre of water in the day, which you probably should be, um, or at least a litre of fluids, close enough. Yeah. Um, for water, it's pretty much a one-to-one -one with millilitres and grams. If you've ever done baking, you'll probably can. Uh, so yeah, you drinking a litre of water is you ingesting a kilo of liquid. So you will be one kilo heavier, a whole 2.2 pounds. And that's just water. Uh, you also eat food throughout the day. Uh, there are also minerals in and around your food that cause water retention. Salt being a prime candidate. Carbohydrates also being prime candidate. Part of that word, good old hydrate. They affect the rate and amount at which your body absorbs water and where it goes. Uh, they typically replenish glycogen stores in muscle and your liver, I want to say, off the top of my head. I think so, yeah. Uh, which will change your weight. Like, you, you, you are physically taking on fuel, like some sort of muscular airplane. Uh, so, your entire body weight will change depending on uh, how much carbohydrate, salt, and water you have in your daily diet. Um, people manipulate this a lot for competitive sports that involve weight classes, for example. When you need to drop a certain amount of weight, people manipulate their fluid, carbohydrate, and salt intake in certain ways that will cause <clears throat> large drops in body weight. However, they are extremely temporary, both for the good and the bad, because you don't want to be attempting to perform your sport as best you can whilst being 
simultaneously <coughs> undercarb undercarbed and underhydrated with barely any salt. It's <laughs> like the worst possible state to try and fucking perform in. Uh, yeah. However, physique athletes, for example, do perform in those kinds of states after, well, actually, they recarb up typically because when you're very low body fat, carbohydrate f gives, uh, like, increased carbohydrate and that glycogen replen gives you a very full looking muscle. However, you want to combine that with also being kind of dry, as they call it, so that you do not look soft. <laughs> you want very hard, deep cut definition, which is a combination of. Very clever salt and carbohydrate manipulations on a very tight time schedule. Yeah. However, once you kind of get the idea of how to do it and a good bit of practice at it, the results can be genuinely magic looking, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Um, what? <laughs> like another another place where body weight fluctuations may take place is. If you are looking to go on a dietary intervention, if you're looking to lose weight and or body fat. Yeah, or I suppose gain muscle mass as well, going the other way. We talk a lot about like um, decreasing in body weight, but also you'll naturally see quite, well, fluctuations as you're looking to increase muscle mass. Definitely. Um, nigh on impossible to increase muscle mass without increasing your overall body weight as well oh yeah body fat percentage yeah i think the only the only real kind of likelihood of that happening is recomp where if you are very new to exercise or haven't trained or exercised with resistance training specifically in a very long time like multiple years you are probably going to see a significant increase in muscle mass with just the increase in training like the yeah. the kind of I guess combo of like localized kind of muscular swelling from like incre I guess increased like sarcoplasmic fluid and stuff mm -hmm. would cause a reasonable increase. The uh, the other very popular case which uh, we should probably talk about largely in the negative is uh, ketogenic diets. <laughs> oh. Those a ketogenic diet is. A diet that is essentially largely if not fully removed of carbohydrates apart from vegetables i believe uh, i hope so at yeah. least so. at least uh, you better be getting vegetables in your keto diet Jeez. i think some people take it to a variety i think if i think the technical term is if you if you remove um all carbohydrates and also all vegetables you are in a what is it a carnivore diet dead <laughs> mate i recently watched the fucking louis theroux where he went to go meet up with bear grills on his like little island that he now lives on and he's yeah. big on the old carnivore like doesn't eat it's vegetables and this and i'm like a minute i'm so glad bear grills head of the scouts will be openly promoting that vegetables are fucking bad for you i'm like where what has society become yeah when everyone's like, oh yeah, vegetables are bad for you, minted. It's like, ugh, no, they're not, bro. <laughs> like, absolutely not. Um, I mean, if anything, red meat's bad for you, but I'm not going to tell that one too much. Oh yeah, I was about to say, if, if, if anything, science <laughs> is leaning the opposite way. Yeah. 
mainly because, well, from my understanding of it, it's mostly due to digestional-related cancers. Yeah. In the... I believe. This I is... I think red meat's linked to a lot of, um, or some heart disease as well. Yeah. Whilst that could be not so much proven in terms of, like, one of those correlation arguments, like, correlation causation type things of... Yeah. Unsurprisingly, people with a whole bunch of heart stuff typically eat, I mean, a lot of food, quite a lot of which might contain red meat. It might just be a case of they just eat a lot of food. <laughs> That's always the issue with a lot of these general things. Yeah, like... if, you, if you found a similar thing, if you found a similar outcome in people who weren't overweight and were a healthy weight, but just happened to eat a larger proponent of red, red meat versus the norm then it would be a bit more of a case. But, um, yeah, generally the, the kind of concerns for meat-only diets is the fact that they seem to somewhat correlate with an increase in various bowel cancers. Quite how the mechanistic approach, or like quite how mechanistically that is justifiable, I cannot say, because I'm not a doctor. I'm just a chimp that lifts weights. Yeah. However, I imagine some combination of digesting time, stagnating food and enzymes and various other things could play a large part in it, but that's what people are typically I would imagine so, yeah. Typically moaning about over why vegetables are bad. Anyway, body weight fluctuations during life and dieting. Um your body weight's also probably gonna fluctuate. Um I kinda joke that the big routine changes are ones where uh, body weight fluctuates. I'm sure people have anecdotally seen their friends uh, versus when they're when they're single versus when they're in a relationship and the body weight they're in. Uh, those typically <laughs> those typically change um, because it's uh, a big change in routine. Like typically, if you go from living alone to living with somebody else, your routine and day to day activities change reasonably drastically, as well as your choices as to what you eat and how much you socially eat probably change too. And uh, argument you do you don't need to find anyone anymore as well. You've done that part, so yeah, yeah, that 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 is the kind of meme part of the joke. It's, it's, it's a bit yeah. of a meme, but also like <laughs> I think especially once you get to like the living together, wifed up part of stage, where you're like, well, I really don't need to try now. <laughs> Stuck with me for life. And uh, g given up. It's now you're now in it, in it, in it forever. Yeah. The um, the other one is typically uh, geographic relocations and changes in job. Uh, uni is another classic one. I knew friends from school that either like tripled in weight or decreased in weight by two thirds at uni. Either spending all their money on bevy and having none for food and losing a whole bunch of weight or <laughs> eating the same amount and then also hammering the bevy and gaining like triple the weight yeah or one reason i gained a decent amount of weight in uni is um because i didn't yet know how to cook very well so i ate a lot of processed food yeah eating which inherently we've discussed before about how it's not very satiating the calorie payout is terrible and all that stuff so Oh yeah, like the 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 raw food weight to calorie density of stuff like microwave meals. Like we're not talking about you eating like yeah. I don't know, like fucking top ramen and tuna like Cali muscle in prison. Yeah. 
no, 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 yeah, like <laughs> microwave meals, like pre-made, like chicken Kiev stuff, like that, all that sort of thing. Big old um, chicken Kievs. Um, yeah. Um, Changes in job are a big one, or geographic location, like you move places. Um, you typically, again, like if your daily routine is very much like uh, get up, like eat breakfast, go to work, do this, blah blah blah, have lunch at this place near my office, blah 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 blah. Like if your office changes, um, moves places, if you're expected to kind of participate in social eating as part of your job like eating drinking that's a big one in a lot of corporate environments people go out for like business lunches meeting clients if you start having to fly a lot with your job um airplane food is not the best being in airports isn't the best long layovers travel all that kind of stuff there's likely to be a good bit of fluctuation it doesn't mean you can't do anything about it and there's nothing that you can like choices that you can make to kind of keep on track with what's important to you However, it's just the fact that they will happen, and you should expect them to happen, and that's okay. Like it's a, it's a whole thing. When uh, when dieting, it's not a linear line down. Just because something isn't uniformly going down doesn't mean you're doing it wrong or it's bad. You should look at the trend. Our very big brain friends over at Macro Factor have an app that is essentially the dog's bollocks. It's like pretty much will put most people out of a job in terms of diet management stuff because it's just great. (laughs) Yeah, I think on the flip side of that though as well is for other PTs or just anyone listening to this who doesn't have a PT, doesn't have the, the knowledge. If you want to kind of not have to pay a nutritionist to help you with everything mm-hmm. the app's so good that like you're probably i mean it's better than a nutritionist because you know oh sorry dieted. good old good old um, actual certification some real life apologies. job versus yes, that's yes, like yes, chiropractors yes, yes. and doctors right there mm-hmm. <laughs> completely that's that's my bad um but yeah like it it's it does in barring any eating disorders or things you have to deal with it will do everything for you it's fantastic so yes and it's not from feedback i've got from people i work with who again i have suggested using it as a tool because as much as i can and will manage people's nutrition um i can only respond to you within working hours like my work-life balance is the the kind of time limiter in terms of how you we can make adjustments and how we track things that app doesn't need to sleep like it doesn't need to you know do other stuff it responds instantly so it will change stuff as and when like on a kind of weekly basis i think it is now um uh, yeah they have weekly check-ins yeah yeah so it will it will course correct and alter your um macronutrients and calor- caloric stuff based on your summary of weekly check-ins and what you've told it throughout the week. I mean, again, a PT can do that, but it can only respond as quick as the human on the other end of the phone, like texts you stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, and versus... the UI is not anywhere near as good to telling your PT what you eat. Oh yeah, it's much easier to put the stuff into the app. It's like a, um... it's a fantastic tool, I think. I think um, one area that I don't think we've mentioned yet about body weight fluctuations um which is during life as well but for 
um, female plane light is obviously during your menstrual cycle. This yeah. is not something that I say either of us are by any means experts on. Or if we want to be woke but, people who have periods. Yeah. Um, but like that will drastically through different times of your cycle will change your body weight massively. And there's, I mean, literally nothing you can do about it. Um, but that also means it's not something that you should typically um, worry about or try and not let yourself worry about it. It's harder than it's easy to say and hard to do, but um... yeah, in your in your follicular phase, you'll probably notice again a reasonable amount of weight gain approaching that kind of like <laughs> like that that fourteen day, which is usually where people's symptoms are the most rowdy or mm. worst, if you want to call them that, like the that kind of uh, that specific kind of period uh, around the kind of ovulation where the ovum's released and like your progesterone and estrogen do that backflip shit that just <laughs> does not sound fun in the slightest. Um, no, absolutely not. And then you just got to write it out in the luteal phase. Uh, body weight fluctuations during that, water retention during that are <clears throat> largely individual, but can vary wildly. Like I've seen people who are, again, the other spanner in the works with this or potentially helpful in the works type thing would be um, birth control. People are on varying measures of birth control from some from personal choice some from just the perspective of managing period symptoms because sometimes they're so bad they're just like i need the help please and it goes yeah. on going on birth control can alleviate some of that which is pretty handy indeed. Uh, but yeah and also just being on birth control can change your weight in terms of weight fluctuation um, and water retention and various other hormone-controlled or hormone-centric behaviors, um, behaviors, hormone-centric and um, processes that occur. Yeah. Um, if you are planning on coming off for stuff like IVF or fertility treatment, or just because you don't want to be on birth control anymore, then like that's again something to expect. Like your body weight will fluctuate. You might even find how easy and or difficult it is to manage your body weight in terms of how much you have to pay attention to track what your expected caloric deficit is what your maintenance calories are that might also completely change yeah because yeah. you are removing a certain amount of hormones that have some um kind of secondary effects on those things like a secondary in that like their, their their main purpose is not to control your body weight their main purpose is yeah. to do a bunch of like important hormonal stuff around reproduction however it just happens to have knock-on effects um <clears throat> better that than knocked up effects though oh yeah wait, wait. um yeah and then obviously on that pregnancy you're there well there's one <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. but there yeah. is also um biologically <clears throat> your body will increase in body weight on additionally to um like growing a child and anyone who comes out with it like oh you're needing an extra 100 calories a day to grow a child get fucked that's <laughs> obviously by some bloke who's just been like i you only need this to grow it yeah i very much doubt it given Good that one. given that you don't even need 100 given that 100 calorie surplus isn't even enough to grow your own biceps i really doubt 100 <laughs> calorie surplus is enough to grow a whole extra fucking I, child I, I pulled that I, I don't know what the number is but it's something close to like you know yeah in the hundreds I, I doubt like. it's enough but also like 
tell any pregnant woman that she only needs another like hundred calories. I oh, good one. Do what you want? Like yeah. eat what you need. That's a very oh. good way to get something <laughs> thrown at you. I feel. Yeah. Um, and then interestingly enough, I read this recently this week, and I couldn't be bothered to go and find the actual study. But there's stuff coming out at the moment that um, the dad bod is like an actual thing. So like when you're partner is pregnant you apparently your body releases a hormone that makes your body weight increase as well which i thought was pretty like kind of like freaky in the fact that nothing's happening to you personally but because your partner is pregnant your body knows that and then does that was pretty wild that is pretty wild who that's i i'm extremely skeptical of that thing i know the um i think it's either just an excuse for the dad bod or true Um, Study confirms men gain weight when they become parents. <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> like yeah, uh, I have a feeling that is very much going to be a very correlative behavior. In that, unsurprisingly, when you take away a whole bunch of sleep and a whole bunch of time that you usually would have spent cooking and exercising, and put it around childcare, you're probably going to gain a bit of weight. <laughs> Yeah, this this one also, yeah, it could just be purely due to higher cortisol levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, like the 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 lack of sleep would be a big one. Like, what one of the best ways? I'm pretty. I, re I remember reading that, like, even people, even folks who are on drugs, because I, I was it was in a, a pro bodybuilding uh, prep contest context. It was like even when you are on like everything in the kitchen sink, if you are dieting to the point where your sleep goes to shit. So when you're in a very strict caloric deficit for extended periods of time, like it can get so bad that you, your ability to sleep is terrible. Yeah. If it gets to that point, you need to chill out and just add in a bit of calories and get your sleep back and then start trying to like creep back down below the caloric floor you were at. Because even on everything in the kitchen sink, if you can't get decent enough sleep or at least passable sleep, you just won't like nothing will come off. Which sounds pretty mental that like even on fucking clen and whatever else you want to take, like ephedrine, you well, unsurprisingly you can't fucking sleep if you take ephedrine. Um, <laughs> the uh, the fat will just not come off you at a rate that you will like at any kind of noticeable rate, especially when you're already very lean. I was like, wow, sleep is you know really important. Yeah. Right, I believe that is pretty much everything we could get covered for body weight fluctuations. Um, again, don't be freaking out, folks body weight fluctuations are normal and expected so don't worry too much just control what you can control and we will see you in the next episode episode number 27 we'll be talking about protein yeah